Welcome to Season 2 of the To Health With That podcast, where we break up big health topics into small bites. I'm Amy, and this season I'll share all the tips, tricks, and hacks you need to get healthy with an MTHFR mutation in a step-by-step, week-by-week process. I can't wait. This week, I want to talk about the harm that 5 milligrams or 5,000 micrograms of folic acid can do for MTHFR folks when they're trying to boost fertility. So, this wasn't actually on my editorial calendar. But this subject came up in Genetic Rockstars, our MTHFR community, and it's such an important issue that I want to make sure it gets the attention it deserves. One of our members in Genetic Rockstars is pregnant, and her midwife is recommending 5,000 micrograms folic acid in spite of her MTHFR issue. This is a really common problem that MTHFR folks face because 5,000 micrograms of folic acid is standard practice in many fertility centers and medical offices for pregnancies that are considered in any way at risk. And a lot of those pregnancies occur are occurring in folks with MTHFR mutations. So like everything else involved in MTHFR, the research is limited, but I do want to deep dive into a couple of relevant studies. The most important and relevant piece of research to take to your midwife or fertility practitioner is a study published in the Journal of Assisted Reproduction and Genetics in 2018. This study followed 33 couples in which one or both of the partners, either the male or the female partner, had an MTHFR polymorphism and who had had fertility problems lasting at least four years. This could include recurrent fetal loss, premature ovarian failure, or abnormal sperm parameters. So bear in mind, it could be the mother or the father who has an MTHFR issue. Two-thirds of these couples had previously failed assisted reproductive technology attempts, and that's usually in vitro fertilization. Most of the women in the study had also been previously treated, unsuccessfully, with 5,000 micrograms or 5 milligrams of folic acid. The couples in this study were given 600 micrograms of 5-L-methyl tetrahydrofolate, which, as you know, is the active form of folate, for four months before attempting conception or starting another round of fertility treatments. So this four-month window is chosen to allow for a complete cycle of spermatogenesis, which is approximately 74 days. So it has the opportunity to both build up mom's active folate reserves and also build up dad's active folate reserves and influence the cycle of sperm that's going to be used for, hopefully, new baby. The result of this one simple intervention, and I mean that is genuinely a simple intervention, were, in my opinion, absolutely astounding. Of the 33 couples, bear in mind, they have been infertile for four years and actively trying to get pregnant. Two were still in treatment at the date of reporting. Thirteen couples conceived spontaneously. This is after four years of unsuccessful reproductive attempts. Fourteen out of the 33 couples achieved successful pregnancies using assisted reproductive technology, and that's usually IVF or in vitro fertilization. Three couples did not achieve successful pregnancies, 
and one couple failed to report back. So, I'm a little bit blown away by that. And I'm going to read the conclusion of this research article verbatim, because frankly, I couldn't sum it up any better. Quote, The conventional use of large doses of folic acid, 5 milligrams per day, has become obsolete. Regular doses of folic acid, 100 to 200 micrograms, can be tolerated in the general population but should be abandoned in the presence of MTHFR mutations, as the biochemical and genetic background of the patient precludes a correct supply of 5-MTHF, the active compound. A physiological dose of 5-MTHF, 800 micrograms, bypasses the MTHFR block and is suggested to be an effective treatment for these couples. Moreover, it avoids potential adverse effects of the UMFA syndrome, that's unmetabolized folic acid, and uh, the unmetabolized folic acid part was parenthetical, that was my addition, which is suspected of causing immune dysfunction and other adverse pathological effects such as cancer, especially colorectal and prostate. End quote. So, the most startling result of this research, I feel, is the tremendous number of couples who conceived spontaneously after a simple few-month intervention with active folate. Imagine the amount of heartache, expense, and medical interventions that could be avoided if 5L-methyl tetrahydrofolate became the standard of care. The other issue considered here is something called unmetabolized folic acid syndrome which has been demonstrated in quote-unquote wild-type people, those are people without the MTHFR genetic polymorphism, to cause something called pseudo-MTHFR. And in pseudo-MTHFR, people who have fully functioning MTHFR enzymes have both high levels of unmetabolized folic acid and high levels of homocysteine in their blood. In people with actual MTHFR deficiencies, unmetabolized folic acid blocks the entry of folates into the folate cycle, and further impairs the capacity of their already struggling MTHFR enzymes. Unmetabolized folic acid has also been implicated in promoting colorectal and prostate cancer growth, and folic acid itself shows poor clinical success and in some cases actually worse results than placebo in reducing homocysteine levels or downstream measures of cardiac health. This is a big part of why I go on so much about avoiding folic acid in the diet. It's just outlived its usefulness. Now, granted, in a starvation situation where there is no natural folate available, a little bit of folic acid is better than nothing. Most of us are not in that situation. Most of us actually have an excess of folic acid consumption with a deficiency of natural folates. And if you have MTHFR, that is the first thing to reverse. If you are working on fertility, my God, please, please, please get that folic acid out of there. This uh, this research article is linked to the show notes, and it is something that you can take to a midwife, to a medical center, to a fertility center, and hopefully they will read it with some respect and regard for you. Next week, I'd like to talk about some of the issues that have been linked to high levels of unmetabolized folic acid, specifically in pregnant mothers, and the problems that travel downstream to those unborn children. If you haven't done so already, please sign up to the email list on tohealthwiththat.com or join the MTHFR community Genetic Rockstars at community.tohealthwiththat.com. 
I have big plans for this year for courses, and I want you to be the first to know. Thanks for listening.